0: Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, how was your July 4th? I notice a lot of cities have put out this, please do not shoot fireworks, and it's illegal to shoot fireworks, but... Apparently, a lot of people haven't paid attention to that rule because in Issaquah, where fireworks are banned, a lot of people seem to not care about that rule.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel you. You know, I live in Seattle and actually this year was probably the best year. And I've lived in this neighborhood for a very long time. There was just one person that every night of the week they were like leading up to fourth of july they were doing fireworks and they were like doing them at like two o'clock in the morning too and these are like big bomb ones like mortar shells so in seattle it went well but as you know i went outside to snohomish county to visit my family and Mm -hmm. um, it's still legal there but i hear this is the last year it's going to be legal in snohomish county so we'll see
0: I've been to a friend's house in Snohomish County a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I still remember that the fireworks were legal there. But apparently, a lot of people decided to go to Boomtown this week <laughs> and spend over five hundred dollars worth of fireworks. Totally. I had fireworks going off till about one in the morning. Oh wow! Yeah, good good for everybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well. At least they celebrated at home. Yeah, <laughs> and and not at a park or mm-hmm. decided to see fireworks, Monica have. Have people just given up on COVID in the United States? I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm think... looking through. I'm looking through <laughs> Twitter, and I'm seeing these huge beach parties at the on the mm-hmm. sandbar, not in Washington or not in Seattle, but I'm just seeing the rest of the United States. I'm in Michigan and in Florida. Beaches, Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, is just open for regular outgoing, no social distancing. I've, have we just given up? I'm, I'm. I just feel awful about this.
1: I don't know if people have given up so much as I mean, I, I think people view COVID restrictions as like a restriction on your freedom. So I guess it's, it's telling that we're talking about this around, you know, the Independence Day weekend, which, again, is not my <laughs> Independence Day. But I, I think that's it. I think as Americans, whenever people tell us that we can't do something that's highly problematic, and I think for the most part, when we first went into quarantine all across the country, I think, I think people were really good about it, you know? And as time went on, there's like all these conspiracy theories about what's causing it and it being a hoax. And the reality is people just like to do what they want to do. And I agree with that. Like, so do I. I'm just, you know, I, I think that we're all trying our best to follow the rules and I noticed like in Seattle it seemed like what I was seeing on my stories wasn't anything like two weeks ago where I was seeing people like in a house full of people like an Airbnb or like out on boats having huge parties like there was a lot less of that coming through on my feed so either people aren't showing that to me anymore (laughs) or they've chilled out a little (laughs) bit and sticking to like the five or under rule circle of trust rule like you said
0: I, I totally agree. I, it's, I certainly didn't see a lot of people in gatherings of over 15 or 20 people having parties. So mm-hmm. good for Seattle. But I'm just looking at the rest of the world and just kind of seeing, man, just. I think people have just lost their patience. It's unfortunate. Other countries are opening up and able to do stuff. And,
1: and they're all banning and us from visiting. Canada, yeah, they're all banning us from visiting. Business. And I don't blame them. We are stupid. And... You you won't let me swear on this podcast, but I have so much to say with so much profanity. I'm just going to be quiet now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Let's change subjects. What was your favorite, favorite fireworks? Was it the tank? I always love the tank. I always love firing up the tank, even when I'm 35 years old, firing up the tank. Just those tiny tanks. Those those are my favorite. But what was your favorite (laughs) firework in your whole thing?
1: I'm actually not a fan of fireworks, but I try to be tolerant of them because my family loves them. I mean, that's something that we always grew up doing in Hawaii and sort of like in Chinese culture, you know, like in New Year, you have like that really huge long string of firecrackers. Like we love that in Hawaii too. But yeah, since moving up here, I try not to. My favorite was actually a new one that Kayla and Cole, Kayla is my brother's girlfriend and Cole is my son. uh, They both had one and it was a sword. You would love this. And so it was a sword (laughs) and you like the tip, just the tip. And then it's like a huge sparkler. And so it was kind of fun. I that I, I think that was the, like the smiles on their faces just said it all, that, that they just had a really good time with that one. is cute.
0: <laughs> I saw your stories. You do get scared easily from those mortar shots. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that was like the first one. <laughs> it looked like you were caught off guard
1: all the time. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to say, we did catch a lot of fun videos this time around. And, you know, that's really nice because I'm usually really food centric and you may or may not see my family. But I just I think we had a lot of fun uh, this weekend. So
0: <laughs> it definitely looked like a lot of fun. It was, it was. <laughs> Awesome. All right, everybody, welcome to our show. This is episode 95 of the Seattle Foodie Podcast. She's Monica. I'm Nelson. Welcome, everybody, to all our listeners. Well, Monica, it we're still at our homes. We do have a really good show. We actually dined out for the first time. So I think we would kick it off with that as well as our what are we eating section. Mm -hmm. And we do have an interview today. So I'll go ahead and start it off. Yes. As I mentioned, after four months, we finally got to eat together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Last week, you and I went out to Northgate. A short trip for you, Monica. Mm -hmm. Always a short trip. I definitely (laughs) need to live in Seattle. <laughs> but we dined out for the first time for me, that is. Uh, you dined out a couple times last week, mm-hmm. and we went to Masala of India. This restaurant is in the same complex as the gym I sometimes go to, Monica and Northgate. I can't mm-hmm. believe I haven't eaten here before. But we had mass on social distancing. We we I think we took the table for seven or the seats eight or seven, <laughs> and um,
1: we I think that table like you picking that big table was all you, Nelson.
0: Well, that was the best table with the best lighting, Monica. That's the only reason I chose it. (laughs) Of course, of course, of course. (laughs) Nonetheless, we did take all the precautions. And we'll talk about that in a sec because I want to do a sidebar for that. But let's talk about Masala of India. We Mm. ordered several dishes. And I must say, Monica, eating them the next day for leftovers, they tasted a lot better the second time around. Mm. I love the mango chicken that was Mm. recommended. You Mm. love the lamb Kashmiri the paneer karahi and we had the goat curry mm-hmm. and we can't forget about the garlic naan because everybody monica needs her naan you guys whenever you guys are eating out at indian food so make oh. a note every time you're eating with her every time because i don't want no nonsense i need it i need <laughs> oh
1: it, you guys
0: my God. stop <laughs> <No>. <laughs> stop with the mom jokes those that was
1: wow
0: wow that was not good
1: For sure, that lamb cashmere was my favorite, and it was a surprise. I think we were I was trying to pick things that I really hadn't tried before, and that kind of blew my mind a little, and it was nice and spicy, and so definitely going to go back because it's close to my house.
0: Yeah, I really loved it. I haven't had Indian food in such a long time, Mm -hmm. so I was really happy that we had that. During this time we were eating there, I think we were both surprised by all the people who stopped by for their takeout. Mm -hmm. Currently, they're offering a lunch platter special, or a lunchbox special to go if you prefer takeout. And they're both $12.99. The lunch special is a sample platter of all the foods that are normally in their buffet. Because right now, due to the pandemic, there currently isn't any buffets offering. It shouldn't be any buffets offering it anywhere mm-hmm. for that matter for because sure. of safety reasons. And then if you want, for the family, they also have picnic packs for two to three or four to six people, and you can add a bottle of wine for an additional $10. Just check on their Instagram page because they have all their offerings there for their options. And for right now, you guys, if you choose to dine in, all dishes will be 15% off in addition to takeout.
1: Mm.
0: It's a good deal right now. I, I highly recommend it if you're in the Northgate area, Masala of India. They really have good Indian food. Now, Monica... This is the first time I've dined in in a long, long time. I mm-hmm. mean, like since the beginning, I think last time you mentioned it was probably Wingdom. And I think that was the last time we actually got together with a group of people or you know, or just two people for that fact. I don't know. We I just want to let people know we did go dine out, but I'm not planning on doing it every day. Mm-hmm. Like I think. And we definitely took a lot of precautions to go out there. We went at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday, which was not that busy. We just we purposely chose that for the time. We were wearing masks. We chose the largest table so we can social distance at the table. So we definitely took a lot of safety precautions. Some people aren't comfortable going out right now, and I totally understand because sometimes... Look, if I want to meet someone at a restaurant, hypothetically, and we go and I see that it's extremely busy, I'm not going into that restaurant. Mm -hmm. Make your choices. What do you think, Monica?
1: Yeah, I think that's the case. And, you know, this is a, a really strong debate right now. So here's the deal. Restaurants that have decided to open are open. And so we can either choose to support them by doing takeout or dine in or whatever makes them most comfortable and trust that they have safety guidelines in practice. If I'm concerned about it, I call a restaurant ahead of time because like Nelson said, I've been there, I've been going out a couple of times, but like Nelson, I'm not dining in every single day. Really that's Mm -hmm. once, maybe twice a week thing. And again, that circle of trust. So five people outside your household. And so I'm not breaking those rules and I'm masked up the whole time and any restaurant you should be eating in should be sanitizing the tables in between turnover, which is what I've been seeing. They should have hand sanitizer for your use. And absolutely, if you're not eating, that mask should be on. Like when Nelson and I were sitting down talking to each other, if we weren't if we weren't putting something in our mouths, the mask was on our face. And, and again, even though we were we were like six feet apart. <laughs> um, so he was so far away from me. So, you know, I mean. We're trying to support the food industry in a variety of ways but definitely this is not an everyday occurrence and i'm like you nelson if i see i've seen some really busy places and i just keep driving by it's just like you know even if it's an outdoor patio like i expect a minimum of six feet of distance and if there's not and there don't seem to be the proper safety precautions i'm not going to turn anybody in but i'm definitely not going in like that's i need to preserve like my safety and again like my, my responsibility to stop spreading anything that I possibly might have, which, you know, I mean, that that's the whole point about wearing a mask, right?
0: Absolutely. And I agree. I will be transparent here. Going in there, I was a little bit nervous because I don't know what to expect because I haven't been in a restaurant in so many months. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what it was. I think when we were dining, there was probably two other Mm -hmm. tables that were occupied and it's a large restaurant yeah and they were all seated all across on the other side Mm -hmm. of the restaurant on different sides so Mm -hmm. we had probably i don't know not 10 feet but 10 or 20 yards in between Mm -hmm. right it was pretty far far. away yeah it was pretty far Hey, some people will think, well, just don't dine in anyways, but Mm -hmm. we're taking all the precautions and we're making sure everything is safe. Like I said, I think Monica and I, we won't put each other at risk if, if it's not safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, let's move on because Monica, we did do some other takeout. That was my only dining experience Mm -hmm. this week. So Mm -hmm. let's move on to our next section. What are we eating? No Mm -hmm. jingle today. I I couldn't think of (laughs) what are we eating? (laughs) monica's back at cut and cook (laughs) barbecue always (laughs) i was we'll get to that (laughs) you know what i'm looking through this whole month it seems like we're gravitating towards places that we've eaten before and that we just enjoy and like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's not all about always trying a new thing it's just like you know i'm in the mood for something Mm -hmm. monica i want a chipotle burrito so let's get a chipotle burrito that i've always eaten when i was a kid Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, did you get one but- of those? No, I did not. I'm just using a <laughs> yeah.
0: hypothetical. Okay. But I'm just.
1: <laughs> I'm all. Oh.
0: However, Monica, I did get some Mexi fries a couple of days ago Ooh. because I was craving the Mexi fries. And you said you have to get the Mexi fries every time at mm-hmm. taco time. And I never I do did. that. And you are shunning me for so long. So I have to do that. But for this week, there's not much eating this week for me compared to last week. I did do a couple spots. Last week, I told you I got fried chicken from King's Deli. Well, I needed to compare that convenience store fried chicken. So I got some wings from Quick Pack in the Central District. Mm -hmm. Have you been there, Monica, to the Quick Pack? I've been to Quick Pack, but not King's Deli. Yeah. Please, everybody, if you've done it, go to Quick Pack. And then some other time, go to King's Deli and tell me what you guys think. Because they're pretty similar in chicken. I want to know which one's better. Mm -hmm. I'm still back and forth. I like both of them in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I think you guys need to do the same thing. I had some lamb shawarma at Mediterranean Kitchen, which I've talked about before with a friend. We ate outside in a gazebo, Monica. It was so romantic. I'm telling (laughs) you, two guys in a gazebo. (laughs) such a romantic lunch oh man did you did you you play play some music while you
1: guys were eating just just no music no no
0: (laughs) i didn't bring any glasses of wine or anything just bottled Mm. water with my (laughs) friend (laughs) who he was working at that time and he has a gazebo by his office building Mm. i don't know just a random gazebo right there right there but that was quite fun
2: Mm.
0: (laughs) Monica, you know, anytime I'm ever close to Edmonds, we always go to the Market Fishmonger, which you'll mention later. Yep. But the other place we always go to is Ono Poke. Mm-hmm. I love it. We, we interviewed Steven Ono before. I got two poke bowls, not just one, with two poke choices each, which included the oyster sauce salmon, the mm. hamachi, traditional ahi poke. My new favorite side, Monica, has to now be the cucumber kimchi. Wow, mm. that's spicy. I loved it. And I can never say no. To the max salad mm-hmm. you and i both love Onopoke. poke it is one oh, of yes. my favorite poke spots in all the land it's so good it is it's so good love that variety too
1: and i know you're just waiting for that crab collar to come back I didn't see a lot of choices
0: because mm-hmm. I, I went at the end of the day. Oh, okay. it, was, it was closing up. So they, they just had like the salmon and the traditional ahi. It mm-hmm. was still good enough as it is. Next time I'm getting a large. Have you seen the large? It is like that big square platter. Holy crap. I have. I got a regular. <laughs> the regular had... I, I'm not kidding. Like three quarters of a pound of rice on the bottom. I was just like, okay, <laughs> um, yeah, but it was so good. And then finally, I got some ice cream at Frankie and Joe's and a scoop of the seasonal flavor of this month, the blueberry crisp. I tried mm-hmm. to buy a pint, but they didn't have the flavor I wanted. So, oh. gosh darn it, I guess I'll have to go back again and see if they sad. have it somewhere else.
1: I the, know the blueberry sad. sounds. The blueberry sounds really good, though. I love blueberries.
0: It was, it was. But you know what, Monica. Blueberry just doesn't look aesthetically pleasing when you turn it into a mushy form because it, it's that little bluish purplish tint and you can't really tell what it is. And it's just kind of like this comes into like this purplish brown color. Okay. Did you notice well, like, ever notice that with blueberries? I don't know. That, when you like, that, that, mix that, it looks like stuff. that looks like a berry. Yeah. <laughs> no, <it doesn't. laughs>
1: yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I hear you. It's not Instagrammable as you would like.
0: No, it really wasn't. But yeah. And the ice cream was melting fast because it was kind of a little bit in the heat. So Mm -hmm. I had to eat it fast. No pictures for that one. But you guys have seen plenty of Frankie and Joe's pics. Yes, absolutely. Now, Monica, I mentioned before the Market Fishmonger. I didn't have enough time in Edmonds to get to the market in addition to Onopoke. But you got to make up for that. And you, you did get to visit the Market Fishmonger in Edmonds. Tell us about that.
1: I did. And Nelson, you and I have talked about this before. Parking is such a breeze in downtown Edmonds. And what they've done right now to help restaurants out is they've actually closed Main Street to traffic so that entire street is closed and businesses can extend their outdoor seating so that people can have proper social distancing. I got there early, so I got a seat on Market's patio. You and I have been there as well. And Nelson, it's really cool. They've actually built walls in between the tables. So there's about three walls and four tables spaced out in between them in the the patio. And it's really cool. And I had lemongrass shrimp and grits. You know how much I love shrimp. grits and so that was a perfect way to start brunch. But uh, I, folks, you just got to check it out. I just love that the city of Edmonds did that to help businesses out. And it seems to be working.
0: I think that's cool too. The city of Issaquah did that as well for their front street, which is our version of main street. And mm-hmm. there's a row of restaurants as well as a couple other places too, as well. <laughs> they blocked off on Fridays and Saturdays, that whole front street, I believe from about 5 PM to about 9 PM. Mm-hmm. And they were able to move the tables out onto the street. So they, they blocked that entire street and just for proper social distancing and you can dine outside yeah. for those options. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, that's good. That's perfect. Cause you know, I, I, we
1: haven't talked about this, but I actually prefer to down dine outside than inside. So if someplace has a patio or outdoor seating, I'd prefer to do that.
0: I do too. You know why? Why better lighting for pictures. Of course, Monica. Hello.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this again. <laughs> okay guys, Nelson this never happens. I got to take a walk with my son. He typically does not leave the house all week and his reward for going on a walk with me was choosing where to eat. And we went to Kid Valley and I got a mushroom Swiss burger and garlic fries. And I tell you what, just garlic fries, they make me think of the ballpark. And as you know, there's no baseball going on right now. And I don't even like baseball that much, not the sport. I actually like the experience of being at a ball game. And that's what the garlic fries remind me
0: of. Wait, wait. So what never happens? You taking a walk or you spending time with your son? Which one never happens?
1: Uh, we never take a walk together because oh, generally okay. he doesn't leave the house during the week, like Monday through Friday, unless there's something that has to be done. He usually just stays at home because as you know, like in the beginning of COVID, people were really concerned about contracting the virus, possibly from children, and right. it impacting children in the same way. So we've just kind of stuck to those rules and he's kind of a homebody anyway.
0: Okay. Take more walks, Monica. I I encourage you that. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: still walk just without my son. (laughs) It was rare for us to be together. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So this was kind of exciting. On Friday, I teamed up with Laura from Intentionalist to pay it forward at Central Cafe and Juice Bar. So this is a Black woman-owned business, and it provides a much-needed boost of freshness to the neighborhood with juices, smoothies, coffee, and like small eats. So I had a heartbeat smoothie. It's made of beet, ginger, orange, and raspberry. And I have to say, whenever I leave the house, I like to grab beet drinks or beet dishes because I come from a family of beet haters. Beets are a love it, hate it kind of thing. So whenever I can order beets, I do. And I also had the bacon egg bites. So the deal is, you know, we did this on uh, Friday, so that was like the day before Fourth of July. So I suspect there might be a couple dollars left. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they announce on Monday if it's going to be extended a bit more. Um, so yeah, look forward to that.
0: I was wondering about that if you if they had already used up the tab at, by what time, but mm-hmm. if they still have the, still to have the tab, that's really cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now these beat haters are they baiters? Is that what you call them? <laughs> baiters. Or the bait- be-ators. don't drink the beta raid i don't know
1: right beta raid raid
0: <laughs> yeah you yeah. got to do a mom joke this is my version of my dad joke so i get one dad joke a show
1: for sure uh, so anyway guys um the reason why they might have some extra funds is because they were actually closed saturday and sunday so if they didn't go through it all friday which i don't think they did then i would give them a follow just to see what's up on monday okay You ready for quick mentions here? All right.
0: Yeah, let's go for it.
1: Okay, quick mentions. You already mentioned that I showed up at Mangosteen Cut and Cook Barbecue slash Bubba Bar, so
0: it's like one big business in one. I don't know if you need to cut it down to one name, Monica. We always say Mangosteen Cut and Cook Barbecue and Bubba Bar. I know. I know, right? Could it be like mango-cooked boba? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Come, come M- on, all three. M- M- mango-cooked boba? <laughs> Something like that. Right, right. Yeah.
1: I don't know if you saw, but on Hangry for What, friends of the podcast, Hangry for What, on her post about boba bar, I basically got called out for not showing my face for 17 days at the time. So by mm-hmm. the time I went in, it was 20 days. And I'm just like, oh, I got to go. So I got rings <laughs> and drinks. But Nelson, here's the cool part. They actually have a patio seating now, so you can actually grab your food, sit down there and eat. And that's all I want to say about that. Like That's, that's cool. so
0: good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. if you want to eat those wings crispy and hot. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, that's what for I mean. sure.
1: Love them. And Susu just continues with rolling specials. And I know you saw that lemon verbena cake that I posted. So I love that they switch things up every once in a while. And then they also have like the standard stuff that people can always expect to find there. And of course, Nelson, I also visited Kakao Barbecue and they're still killing it. Have been killing it throughout the pandemic, and I grabbed trays of pork for a potluck with my family this weekend.
0: Hey, I saw your story. They're selling face mask, cow cow face mask for six dollars. Right deal. <laughs> I gotta pick right? up a face mask.
1: <laughs> it's a great <laughs> price, and it says that they're giving the money to charity and to causes. And it's just, it's pretty cool that they have their logo on there. It's
0: so cute. It's six dollars. I mean, we're paying minimum ten dollars for mass, Am I right? I'm paying ten to twelve bucks for a mask. I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, for me. I think masks are the new reusable grocery bags for the last four months. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I need them all. I need them all. I, I have like maybe six different masks now at this time, at this point. But yeah, I'd use them.
1: No, I hear you. I've got about 11 right now. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be single use, right? So I just don't want to be caught anywhere without a mask. One in my purse, one in the car, one you know in the laptop bag, everywhere, masks yeah. everywhere.
0: I'm starting to keep one in my car because I keep forgetting to take one as <laughs> I'm leaving mm-hmm. the house. So I keep mm-hmm. one in the spare in the car. So it's mm-hmm. perfect because I bought so many masks, Monica, after we do get a vaccine and it's okay. I think I'm still going to wear my mask for my return on investment because I need to wear them as much as I can for all the money I've been spending on masks.
1: Oh, I agree. I'm going to be wearing <laughs> mine too. Do you know why? Because when, when I'm wearing my mask, you can't see my RBF and I'm not, yes. see, I'm not allowed to say that word on the air. So, but you know. <laughs> So, my RBF can finally rest. My face can finally rest underneath the mask.
0: <laughs> Google it, guys. It. Uh, a resting female dog face. Resting female dog face. I say that.
1: So many words. So many words. Okay. So next thing is potluck time. So, Nelson, we didn't talk about what you did. I didn't really see much things on your stories. I did see a post on the podcast, but my family did a potluck and we do it right. We had fried saimin, lumpia, musubi bites, hot dogs, hamburgers, barbecue pork, roast pork, and the strawberry cream pie from Snohomish Pie Company. I mean, come on, Nelson. Mm. Strawberry cream.
0: Snohomish Pie Company is the best. They are so good. I always tell people you guys got to go to Snohomish Pie Company. It's really good. I'm not even a pie person and I love their pies.
1: Right, right. And we also had chocolate chip cookies and we had, my brother got these Ube desserts from ube licious down in Cali. And so uh, those are pretty good. And uh, you know, it was a surprise to me, like he had this whole box of stuff. I'm just like, well, that's cool. And of course we had a few drinks and some fireworks as we already talked about.
0: That's awesome. So Taylor, I'm assuming bought those right from ube licious. No, Tyler bought them. Oh, Tyler bought them. Yeah. Okay, the other brother bought them. I know. Okay. Right. Well, that's really cool. All the way from Cali. How do they? How do they package them? They just send it down there. Is it frozen or anything like that? Or. I'm always, well, I'm always fascinated by ordering foods from other states. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, these are all baked
1: goods. So they're shelf stable. So there was like Ube Rice Krispies, Ube Crinkles, Kringles. Sorry, not Crinkles. Is it Crinkles or Kringles? <laughs> Kringles. They're Kringles. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, Ube Brownies. So they're all stable. So it, they were pretty easy to
0: ship. Well, good for him. Good. That's awesome. For I sure. didn't do anything. That's why you're asking me, what did I do? Mm-hmm. I stayed at home and I watched a I was very patriotic, and I watched a bunch of episodes of The West Wing, you guys. That's what really? I really Yeah.
1: You sure <laughs> you didn't watch me. Hamilton? You didn't watch Hamilton?
0: No, I haven't <laughs> seen Hamilton yet. I am excited to watch Hamilton. That's one of the things we should have talked about at the beginning of our show, because right. everybody's been watching Hamilton. But I've been saving that for like a special occasion. So okay. Maybe sometime later, after we finish our show, something like that.
1: That's fair. Okay. The last thing I want to share is a really quick and easy recipe with you, Nelson. Mm -hmm. So in my house, I'm pretty much the only one that eats watermelon. So there's always extra. And right when, you know, I, you know how I am about leftovers and fresh fruit, like pretty much there's a day lifespan on everything. So if I have watermelon in my house for more than a day, I blend it up into a drink. And so really easy. Just throw the watermelon in a blender, blend it up, add whatever you want to it. Uh, This time I added strawberries and almond milk and some just date syrup instead of sugar. And I know you love like all these mocktails, Nelson. I think you'll love it.
0: I love mocktails, but Mm -hmm. you're the only one that eats watermelon in your family. I devour watermelon like crazy, Monica. Sometimes I have to buy two just to get through it the week. It's just me. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And,
1: okay. You know, I love a good watermelon cocktail too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's next week.
0: There's so many like specialty fruits coming around. I think cotton candy grapes are around right now. Like so you can them. buy them at the grocery store. My father was telling me about some special cantaloupe from Oregon that's like mm-hmm. super sweet that's next week. Mm-hmm. It's like the copper salmon of fruit. I don't know what's going right. I don't know. Right. Have you seen those Moondrop grapes? It's early. We're not quite there
1: in the season yet, but they're sort of really like oblong ones. They're about like two inches long. And so they're kind of not shaped like a regular grape.
0: Uh, are they red grapes or are they green grapes?
1: They're, they're kind of like a dark, dark black grape. Um, okay. But- yeah, they're called moon drops and they look like like drops so they don't look they're much longer than regular grapes.
0: I might have had them, I might not have. I I've, mm-hmm. I've seen something similar to that, but I don't mm-hmm. remember. It's late I think you said it's later in the season. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll look out for that next time I'm grocery shopping. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a wrap-up. So, Nelson, you said we have an interview today. (laughs) We we do. We're in phase two, Monica, and we were brainstorming, who should we interview? And You had a great idea of interviewing a restaurant to talk about what's different from phase two. And so our interview today is one of the owners of Iron Steak, Maggie Lowe. Since King County moved into phase two a couple weeks ago, as I mentioned, both the Redmond and International District locations of Iron Steak have reopened, and they're now offering in-service dining as well as takeout. So we'll talk about that in our interview. You can now take home your Iron Steak favorites. Here's our interview with how Iron Steak has adjusted since the opening. Hello. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a fun interview today. We are interviewing Maggie Lowe one of the owners of Iron Steak in two locations, Chinatown and Redmond. Iron Steak just recently opened in phase two on June 16th. If if anyone is not familiar with phase two, I'm just going to say it real quick. Restaurants and taverns are going to be less than 50% capacity and their table sizes are no larger than five per table. Maggie, thank you for coming on to the show and discussing with us phase two. How's everything going?
2: So far, so good.
0: Great. Well, before I want to get into phase two and talking about this, thank you so much for coming on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be great that we're having you on so you can kind of talk about everything that's that you're doing to open. But can you tell us a little bit about the concept of Iron Stake and how you got started?
2: Sure. Sounds good. So like all parents with young children, we are very busy like feeding and chasing our kids around during meal time. Mm-hmm. And when we actually got to sit down, our food is always cold. So until this one time when we, our family traveled to Asia, we ate at this restaurant. The food was served on a hot iron plate and our food stays hot the entire meal. So what a brilliant idea, right? And then my husband and I was thinking about And then when we got back to the States, at that time, my husband, Jackie, uh, was the executive chef for Wild Ginger and then the mm-hmm. Old Door. And then he has an army of kitchen staff over 100 people. The challenge that he faced was the aging staff and then the lack of young people who are willing to work in a kitchen environment. So he knows that there need to be a change. So to simplify the overall dining experience and then to downsize the kitchen with a smaller menu. And for us, the timing was right because both our kids were in school age. So he and I decided to make our vision into the reality with our own hands. And that's how Iron Stick was born.
0: I love it. I had no idea how that got started. You guys, I've been there several times. Yeah. podcast. My podcast co-host, Monica, loves coming there. Yep. She came there, I think, for Father's Day, I think, last year, because you guys opened last year as well. Mm-hmm. And I love the concept. Can you tell us what are some of the dishes you guys are serving at Iron Steak?
2: So at Iron Steak, we try to put a twist on the traditional cooking, right? So all mm-hmm. our entree are being served on a customized iron plate. So besides serving the classic dishes like the different color steak, fresh salmon from Alfredo, we also put our own interpretations on some of the signature dishes from different parts of Asia. Like the pork belly, it's twice cooked, served crispy with our housemate kimchi. And then our black pepper sirloin pasta, with a Hong Kong Cantonese flair, just enough kick to touch that spicy craving. And then our flat iron steak, it's cut up into bite size, served with Japanese ferrikaki and then buttery corn. And then with my husband's culinary background, he holds a very high food standard. So we all know that our or the ingredients, um, and for that reason, we can tailor our food to people with different dietary restrictions, or any food allergies. We're passionate about our food and which is why we only serve you the best ingredients at Iron Steak.
0: Yeah. Your menu doesn't change. It's still the same that you had it before COVID, yeah. before the pandemic to now.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Because our we have a smaller uh, menu, so we mm-hmm. were able to still source the same ingredients that we that we used before uh, the pandemic, and then so we try to keep it the same iron state.
0: Yep. I'm glad you guys kept it that way. The pork belly is one of my favorites with <laughs> with the kimchi and on the rice. And you guys are still serving the iron Sunday.
2: Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, we are, uh, as part of, you know, moving into this next phase of dining, we were able to package our Iron Sunday for takeout. So, oh, really? You
0: can? Okay.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. So can you do takeout too?
2: Yes, we are. Part of the new reopening, we launched a non-contact ordering and then payment platform. So. Um, for takeout and also for dining service, then you can go on ironsteak.com using your mobile device and then you can order for both Seattle and uh, Redmond locations. So make sure when you are on the website you click where you need to pick up or if you're dining in, then um, yeah, you, you can do that.
0: Great. So you can get it for takeout. And then also, as I mentioned, phase two, you can now do seating. Mm-hmm. What modifications have you guys kind of made to open up the restaurant for phase two?
2: You can be assured that you will be in a safe environment here because we take all the precautionary steps. All tables, like Nelson was saying, are now six feet apart and all our staff wear masks. And we always sanitize our tables and in the service area, even before COVID. No joke. I mean, we hold the highest safety rating from the local yeah. health department since we opened the restaurant in 2016. And so we kind of basically just did what was pre-COVID and then carry out to now. And so, yeah, and then you can be assured that you'll be in a safe place.
0: Mhm is it difficult is it is it this, the number of tables have just basically reduced in your restaurants for both locations is that
2: Yes, okay. they are. So for Seattle, we have a larger dining room, so it wasn't a concern because we were able to move some tables around. For the Redmond, it's a little smaller location, but yet, you know, we were able to make it work because now the customers coming in, unlike the crowd that we had before, that will be all coming in for lunch, that they want to come in and out at the same time. So now the customer comes in are more spread out. So uh, we haven't seen a problem yet, but I think people, are enjoying the dining experience outside of their home yeah so yeah we see more customers uh, more people coming in because as as they knew that our dining room are being open because i know that not all the restaurants are ready to sort of jump in into this space.
0: I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad to hear that you guys are taking the proper steps for mm-hmm. to make everything a safe dining experience, which yeah. is uh, what we're looking for. Right now, King County is into Phase 2, and that's where the Redmond and the International District location are in currently. Mm-hmm. When King County moves into Phase 3 and Phase 4, mm-hmm. for all you listeners out there, I want to tell people the changes – In phase three, restaurants and taverns are going to change from 50% capacity to 75% capacity. And then your table sizes will be increased from five to no larger than 10. Mm -hmm. And then restaurants and bars, which doesn't pertain to you because you're not, are going to be at less than 25% capacity. So you guys, you increase 75% capacity. What changes are you going to be made for your restaurant?
2: What? Phase three and phase four, I think, in terms of what we have done, I think we will, you know, keep the same protocols in terms of, you know, um, cleaning the tables and more often. There's not a whole lot of changes for us. We'll just really be looking forward to having a fuller dining room and to see a lot of the customers that we have missed and basically our staff also because since, you know, we've been lean on operations so not all of our staff were able to come back
0: that's great so that way you're able to hire more people so that way there's more people coming in yeah that's great are there any upcoming plans you have in the future for iron steak i want i want to know personally i think monica asked me before the interview is do, are there any new desserts coming out I, so tell us what do you have what did you guys have planned for maybe the rest of the year or next year yeah, anything so we new
2: we have some exciting dishes coming up for iron steak we have a new lineup of dessert since before we only have just the one and we have more time on on our hand to explore more options. So we have the mango mousse cake mm-hmm. uh, and then the, the Nutella cheesecake that are currently on our menu. And like I said earlier that we were able to package our iron sundae for takeout now so people can also enjoy our Sunday at home. And then we'll just do package the um, the caramel sauce on a side so you can kind of make microwave it in the microwave and then be pour on top of the um, the cake and also the ice cream. And also to give you a teaser, we have uh, fried chicken becoming coming oh. on our menu as well. It will be coated with our special seasoning mix that will keep the outside crispy while the inside of the chicken will be soft and juicy.
0: Oh, will that be on the skillet too? Or is that a separate like appetizer and That
2: will dish? be a deep fried item, uh, not served on oh, okay. the skillet. So it can be ordered yeah. as like a little appetizer or can be um, on an entree as on its own too.
0: That's great. I'm always in for any type of fried chicken. So you got me at fried chicken. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Monica's going to be excited cuz cheesesteak, but she she loves your Iron Sunday. It's like this it's still her one of her favorite desserts, so she loves that too. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much Maggie for coming on. I have one last question. Where can we find Iron Steak on social media?
2: On Facebook, we are Iron Steak Seattle and on Instagram it's Iron Steak USA.
0: Perfect. Guys, they're open, Redmond and the International District locations, so you can start dining in and also taking out for the online needs. Thank you so much, Mangie. Well, thank you, Nelson. And that was our interview with Mangie Lowe, one of the owners of Iron Steak. Don't forget, they have two locations open now, Redmond and the International District. Monica, I was mentioning several times in the interview you how much <laughs> you love their Iron Sunday and you love their desserts. Well, guess what? They have a mango mousse cake as well as a Nutella cheesecake for your dessert needs. Those are the new ones that they added, Monica. And they also have fried chicken as their appetizers or small dishes. Wow. Um, Nutella, I am in and totally down with that. When she said Nutella cheesecake, my eyes perked. I was like, <laughs> okay. You're just like yeah. "Oh, hello!" <laughs> yeah. And they just created an online ordering service so you can get all of your favorites, and you can get the Iron Sunday to go, Monica. Just heat up the what? syrup in the microwave. Yep, I, I knew you'd be excited, and you just pour mm-hmm. it on the Sunday at home, so you can get that in the comfort of your own home. Oh my goodness!
1: Now, now life is getting dangerous. Now I'll have to walk over there. I'll have to walk over there, Nelson, and get my walking in. <laughs> yes. yes. Sounds delicious. I love Iron Steak. <sighs> and actually my whole family does. It's one of the few places we only got like a handful of places that we all can like one hundred percent agree on eating. That's actually one of them.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's tough having a kid, isn't it?
1: Yep. AKA your <laughs> husband.
0: No, <just> yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. Like how do you deal with somebody who doesn't eat chicken? How can you even trust somebody who doesn't eat chicken? Like I don't know, Monica. Right. Don't know. It's ridiculous. It's like my fried chicken is like my love language. How how is this possible?
0: I should put that on all my dating apps. Like must love fried chicken. If you don't love fried chicken, <laughs> swipe left.
1: <laughs> swipe left.
0: <laughs> it's all those ones every time I see it, it's like if you're a Trump supporter, swipe left. It's like if you don't love fried chicken, swipe left. Don't mm. waste my time. <laughs> my goodness.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a time saver, definitely. That's that's why I'm just me all the time. People don't like it. That's well, that's how it is.
0: <laughs> it ain't gonna change. <laughs> all right, Monica, I think that's pretty good. That's a great show for tonight. Uh, we are probably going to go out one more time next week. I think on Wednesday, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to visit a new restaurant, and uh, we'll talk about that on the show next week. Other than that, yeah, I think we're pretty good. Yep i'm looking forward to seeing you again nelson and you know maybe you'll get a seat seated
1: like across the room from me we'll just have to yell at each other or text each other
0: if not we'll put like two tables together so that way we're so far apart no, yeah like <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll bring my clear shower curtain so we can put a barrier between yeah. us <laughs>
0: knowing, knowing us because we order so much food we probably need like three tables together right? so just to put all of it on there <laughs> Oh, for sure. Looking forward to it, though. (laughs) All right, everyone. That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Have a safe week. Put your mask on. Everybody wear your mask and happy eating, Seattle.